What's up, Nana Nation? Happy you guys downloaded this. I want to put it out there that I thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast, telling your friends, all that other good stuff. Our numbers are growing. We're on our way to 4,000 downloads, and I couldn't be happier. Episode of four, Beercation. This is actually a lost episode. I actually completely forgot that I had we had this ready to go. Uh, Mr. Aaron Chalupa, in between fighting fires, reminded me that, hey, we have one in the bank. So here it is, episode four. This episode, we talk about when you try a beer, what you should be tasting, what type of beer that is. We have, um, we've picked five big brands as well as five smaller independent brands and you can you can kind of gauge what type of beer you like the most whether it be an ipa um, a light pale ale quickly i just want to say that the track underneath is jesse stewart his tune cold beer you can find jesse stewart's track on itunes as well as um, if you want to get a, uh, a taste of his kind of folky sound you can check them out on itunes uh, itunes and youtube uh, jesse stewart uh, s-t-e-w-a-r-t um yeah anyway sorry guys just wanted to quickly nail off a couple more things we've got some things in the works we know we've been teasing the guys from orange snail um we had a slight setback this week their uh, spring ale uh, scuzzy wood was a huge hit so instead of coming in to record they're actually brewing more so that should be ready to go if you are a big fan of the um of the summer maple applewood ale i guess something or another they'll be in to talk about it uh that as well as we should have some more episodes of going deep and vacation coming shortly miss six is going to make her valent return sometime in the next two weeks and other than that thank you so much for all the support and love find us on the in the twitterverse at na30 podcast find us on facebook not for 30 podcast or old school email not after 30 podcast at gmail.com thank you thank you thank you so so much love you guys um show some love to aaron chalupa he needs it um if you want to send him a beautiful picture of a penis or a dick pic his snapchat is chalupa cabra 2 that's c-h-u-l-u-p-a-c-a-b-r-a and the number two he loves some dick pics i'm sure he's got some lonely nights out there in northern alberta Anyways, that being said, enjoy the show. I love you guys, and thank you for everything.
Beercation. All right. Beercation, <laughs> episode four. What's going on, listeners? How you doing? Well, you can't answer that question, but still, anyways, hope you're doing well. All right. Beercation, episode four. With us in the Billy Share studio, myself John, and John DeNoir, and via... None other. Yes, none other than the beer guru himself, fighting fires and growing beards, the man with initials instead of names, Mr. Aaron Chalupa. AC, what's up, baby? Smashing bottles. What's up, boys? What's going on? That might be the best intro ever. Man. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of Sublime. It's great. The fuck, man? Like, what a band, right? I just, I just learned about them. No, I'm kidding. I've <laughs> known about them for a long time. They're awesome. Still listen to them. Fucking classic. All right. So just a quick recap. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Beer Occasion Episode 4. Like we told you last week, we are back on track. Aaron Chalupa's got some steady, some good stability in his life. John Noir has got his shit locked down. We are back on track. Beer Occasion Episode 4. A proper education on the wonderful world of craft beers. So last time we left you off with glassware, what you should and shouldn't be drinking out of. Uh, thank you for the feedback on that. It's interesting how wrong we get some things. I mean, at the end of the day, Aaron, I think nailed it perfectly. The best kind of or the best kind of dr- uh, glassware for beer is whatever your beer's in. But if you can dress it up or have the proper way to do it, I'd say you do that. Aaron, you got anything to add to that? You'll notice it, like honestly, like if you do your research and you pair up your beer to the glassware, you will notice the difference for sure. All right. And don't and please God, I, I, I totally forgot. We did, we did touch on this. Don't freeze or refrigerate your glassware. It ruins oh. the flavor of the beer. I am so glad like, you mentioned that. I forgot to ask my, my you. My dad that. always does that. He always has those fucking beer mugs in the freezer. And I'm, and I'm running them under the sink water with cold water. And he's like, what are you doing with that? You're running the mug. I'm like, no, this fucks up the fucking beer. <laughs> well, but why does it mess it up? Is there something about it that messes it up? Or is that just a preference? Well, one, you get a little bit extra water inside the glass. And then right. it, two, you're just, you're, you're, you're making it, they're making the beer too cold. Like the only way I would actually approve of it is if you're putting a bottled beer that has been sitting at room temperature or is warm into a, that cold glass. What about Coors but, Light? <laughs> what if you want the well, Blue Mountains well, to show? putting Coors in a glass because it's not going to make it taste better. <laughs> yeah. Well, if, if, are, if are it's extra... Yet? Who gives a fuck? If it's extra cold, you won't taste the impurities. The, it tastes better when the mountains are blue. Because you can't taste yeah. the shit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because it tastes... All right. There's no taste at all. If it's warm, it's going to taste like shit. All right, so um, beer heads, you heard it from Aaron Chalupa, the beer guru himself. Do not freeze your glassware prior to drinking unless please, the beer no, is warm. Not freezing, not in a fridge, nothing. Please, please don't do it. It ruins it. Okay, so with that being said, Beercation episode four is ready for your ear holes. Let's, let's get this lubed up and ready to push a sucker in. Penetration, baby. You got it. All right. So on this episode of Beercation, we really want to concentrate on the, the flavors you should be tasting when you're drinking your favorite beers. So what we've taken is a list that we've, we've very much uh, compiled on popularity, among any other thing, and availability. Sorry, if you hear my voice being a little a little slurry, it's because I've had a whole bunch of Orange Snell Brewers Iron Pig, and I am 
drinking this like it's going out of style. So don't hold that against me. John DeNoir is enjoying the same brew. Aaron, what do you got in your mug? I got steam whistle right now, guys. Atta boy. Nice. Mind you, I'm in remote northern Alberta. Um, But you know what? We still get some good beers up here. I'm waiting for some Grand Prairie Brewing Company beer up here. Um, But, uh, yeah, we're getting some. The steam whistle is always at the ready. Oh, and another thing. You know what? I noticed we forgot to mention uh, my favorite, my brewery of the the, the episode. Oh, yeah. Okay, so what do you got? What do you got for us? Double header. Well, you know what? Uh, because of, uh, you know, because we just touched on Grand Prairie Brewing Company, I went through there a little while ago, and they gave me a tour of the facility. Unbelievable area. We'll talk about Grand Prairie, Grand Prairie Brewing Company. Uh, so close to my hometown, I never thought I'd see the day that we had a brewery. Now we have two within two hours of my hometown. Man, like, I am over the moon. I almost teared up, like, getting a tour of uh, the one facility. Next Man, time I'm in Grand Prairie, I can feel... Yeah, check out Grand I can but feel your beer boner right now. They they are so happy to be there. And you know what's so fucked is that the actual city didn't really want them to be there in the first place. Listeners, sorry to cut you off. Please use Google Maps and find these little towns out. Yes, yes. And yeah. if you're in so, the area, so check it out. Gauge where I am, there's Grimshaw, Alberta. Kind of like Grimsby, but it's with a Shaw. Okay. It's half <laughs> Grimsby, half Oshawa. Grand Prairie. <laughs> What a town of Alberta, yeah. and then you know where I am. You know, you know all those places. And of course, you know Jasper and Hinton. Like everyone knows Jasper. Of course. All right, so buddy, John and I are ready. We're a couple pints in. Let's talk about the misconception as well as what you should be tasting when drinking your favorite macros and micro beers. So first on the list. Go. Are you ready for this? First on the list. Everybody's <laughs> thank you. Everybody's favorite, least favorite beer, Budweiser. What kind of style of beer is Budweiser? It is classified as a German lager. Um, nowadays, it should be classified as an American pale lager. Okay, so what flavors and notes should we be looking for when drinking an American light pale lager? Well, with the American Pale Lager, uh, that'd be more Budweiser. My American Light Pale Lager would be more Bud Light. Um, but the notes you're going to be getting, um, oh, fuck it. I've never had a Budweiser before, but uh, what you'd be going for would be light in color, um, almost straw-colored there, uh, easy drinking, no real hop flavor, no strong malt character, you don't taste the yeast at all, and obviously they're brewing with good water too. So, um, like those are the mo- the four main ingredients. Uh, from what I've understood from their commercials, they put beech wood into their beer, Budweiser mainly. Uh, I'm not really sure what kind of flavor beech wood really gives to beer. Never had beech beach flavor, beer, obviously but, uh, the beach flavor. Beach suntan. Wood, yeah, you want that know. sand? You want that yeah, uh, suntan lotion? Suntan lotion, maybe that salt water. Driftwood. I don't know. Asparagus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does beach wood yeah, taste so like? It's, as far as I know, it's a very easygoing lager. Uh, it's not going to really surprise you with any flavors at all. Uh, nice and, um, I don't know, not not complicated, I guess that would be the way to describe it best. Uh, it's just your regular old American lager. Mm. Your basic bitch of beers. Mm. Some, something something for, uh, you know, uh, what, what's, your, what's your wrestling buddy's name again? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> 
Brad Myers? The, uh, the, no, 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 no. Je- uh, Jesse w- was a really big fan of Donald Trump. He's from uh, Virginia. Oh, Bradley Tuggle. Yeah. Tuggle, yes. It's a very Tuggle logger. The Tuggle's real, baby. You know what? I like Bradley Tuggle, guys. I follow him on Instagram. Yeah. He's got some good shit. Bradley Tuggle is think, the man. I think he's a good guy. Like, I really, like, you know, when I listen to the podcast, he was awesome. Listen, Deathmatch, you know, Aaron Chalupa versus his Bradley Tuggle. Tag team. Yeah. Aaron, I got your back. All right. Yeah, man. Okay, so Budweiser will throw them comfortably under the bus. Labatt Blue. <laughs> Labatt Blue. Blue. It's, it's, it's a Canadian pilsner. Um, interesting things about Labatt's Blue. I, I, as far as I understand from history, uh, that's how the Winnipeg Blue Bombers got their name, as well as the Blue Jays, too. Yeah, buddy. Yep, sponsorship. So, you know what? I've had Labatt's Blue before. Like, if there's... Like, again, like, if you go into a place in, like, really remote Alberta, Ontario, and they have Labatt's Blue, Coors Light, Budweiser, or whatever else on tap, I'll usually go for Labatt's Blue. I don't mind it too much. What? But that, that's, 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 my, that's my go-to when the, when the getting is very, very limited. Yeah, that very slim. never in your beer fridge. Well, because you had access to good stuff. Because the getting was never limited. We yeah. had great liquor stores in Jasper. For those who don't know... Chalupa and I used to live together briefly. Used to be lovers. And he had, he had two, we had two fridges. He had a separate beer fridge and then regular beer in the regular fridge with the orange juice. A true connoisseur. True connoisseur. (laughs) And then I would be sitting there playing his video games, come home and be like, hey, you want a beer? I was like, sure. And he'd be like, okay, what do you want? I got a oyster stout, vanilla stout. Uh, English IPA, ISA, uh, Pilsner, German Pilsner. Mm, it's okay. <laughs> so. All right. So when we're drinking Labatt Blue, what kind of flavor notes are we looking for? What about the nose? Like, what are we looking for out of, out, out of a Canadian Pilsner? You know, it, it's going to sound awful, but you're going to describe, like, you know, a, a real Pilsner is a little bit skunky. It is a little bit skunky. Uh, that's the hop character. So it's a little bit bitter flavor of hops. Um. Pardon me. Uh, you're also going to get a little bit of crispness, uh, which is also from the hops. So it's a little bit more flavor profile than compared to the Budweiser or your American pale lager. Okay. Also uh, very refreshing and easy going. So. Right on. All right. So here's a very, very, very popular Canadian brew. Hey, John, just take this for Oh, shit. Hold on. We got a little technical difficulty here. All right. Sorry about that. All right. So now I don't know how you feel about this, but I'm hoping you're you're well versed in it. Keats IPA, Alexander Keats IPA. Nothing. Honestly, this is the the worst thing that people like. This is the greatest disguise in the history of mankind. Honestly. Okay. okay. Um, they they call this beer an IPA. So when, whenever we had people at the Jasper Brewing Company, and John can agree with me, and they're like, oh, I've had Alexander Keys IPA. Is your IPA like that? No. No, it's not. No other IPA in the world is like Keys IPA. Nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. It, Keys IPA has no hop character. It's not a true ale. It almost tastes like a lager. It's, it is the worst thing labeled with an I in front of the pale ale. It's terrible. It's terrible. Um, I've done the brewery tour twice, once when I was younger, and then once when I was over 18. 
it is a fun tour for sure. They, they put on a good little act and everything. You don't actually get to see the real brewing. You get to see what they kind of did back in the day. But, and it, and it, it, it's in a great city. Halifax is one of my favorite cities in Canada. One of our biggest markets too. Atrocious. It's atrocious. Okay, so it's not really an IPA. Is that what you're saying? Aaron Chalupa, 100%. beer guru for the Not After 30 podcast and Beercation. I'm giving it the Chalupa, Chalupa 100% stamp of disapproval. It is not an IPA. Out of, okay, so out of one out of five, or sorry, one being somewhat and five being very, how skunky is this beer on your beer, beer scale? Well, I don't want to use skunky as a negative term, but it is a, it is the negative five hundred. Like it's, it's so it's five. Okay, so it's five empty pints out of five empty pints as a bad beer. Let's go with that. Yeah, totally. It's, okay, you're you're not getting any kind of flavor. I haven't had I haven't had a case in probably about three years, so I really don't know what it's like now. I know they had like they kind of had like a resurgence of hop varieties. They had a twelve pack where they had Galaxy hops in there and Cascade and other shit. I'm not sure what those taste like. Maybe they actually taste like real IPAs, hopefully. But the regular Keats IPA in the green label that we see every day is nowhere near an IPA. Please, people, listeners all over the world, if you had a Keats IPA, don't let that turn you off from real IPAs. Try it out, please. The, the other IPAs out, please. Okay. So, but you, you said it's more like a lager than an IPA. Yeah, it, it, it's light in color. It's very, very light in color for for uh, an India Pale Ale. Uh, most IPAs you'll get, in my brewing experience, you'll have a little bit darker malt color. So your your beer will come out a little bit darker than what an IPA comes out as. If I would clar- classify Keith's IPA into a different category than IPA, I would call it an American light pale ale wow throw the india pale ale in there it used to be an india pale ale back in the day when alexander keith was actually running it and for years but since it's been bought out it's it's never been the same never 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 who owns keith i believe labatt's does oh and labatt doesn't even own labatt anymore so right so who owns labatt's uh with these macro brewing companies everybody owns something else budweiser doesn't own budweiser anymore i think it's uh dominion Dominion owns Budweiser. Oh, How wow. fucked is that, right? That is that's that's pretty fucked. A giant conglomerate of Budweiser doesn't even own its own company anymore. Somebody else does. Wow. How weird. But it can still buy different companies. It's so messed up. <laughs> okay, so Keith Okay, so Keith falls far from the mark. And I'm just gonna reiterate what what Aaron Chalupa, the man, the myth, the legend, has already said. That Keith's IPA is actually Keith's ILPA, American Light Pale Ale. Yeah, no, totally, totally. Um, they, they probably still brew it with so when when we kind of call it more of like a lager, it probably is still an ale. They probably brew it with ale yeast. Um, I've never done a brewery tour where like I've met the brewers and they discussed it to me or to, you know actually describe the brewing process to me, but it would probably still be an ale. But Wait. it comes across as just a logger. And this is this from Halifax or this from Nova no Scotia? Halifax, Nova Scotia? Halifax, Nova Scotia, yeah. Okay, so if we have anybody in Halifax, specifically Nova Scotia, that can figure this out for us. Wait, Nova Scotia, Halifax is in that 
fuck, man. Don't talk to me when I'm drunk. I obviously don't know what I'm talking about. If there's anybody... <laughs> If there's anybody in Halifax that can back this up for us and find out what kind of yeast, if they, if it is an IPA or if it's not, and request to talk to the brewers and just talk, contact Anthony or John and then like get a list of questions from them. John, yeah. I thought you had a friend that was in Halifax. That John was has a friend. You know what, AC? I'm so glad you brought that up. John does have a friend in Halifax. <laughs> I do. <laughs> you should see the look he gave me He gave me the slyest look you've ever seen Yeah, I do <laughs> Awkward silence Cool, alright Yes, I have a friend at Halifax You know what? Fine, yeah, I'll, I'll pull some strings Please, you're gonna have to pull something else too Alright, so moving on AC, let me ask you <laughs> The good old <laughs> The good old mother's milk, Guinness. Lay it down. Guinness. Uh, I don't think there's a beer that's more iconic to a nation than Guinness is to Ireland. Mm. Honestly. Um, I, if I'm stuck in a bar that's uh, just gone completely macro, they have no microbrew beer whatsoever, but they have Guinness on tap, I will go for Guinness. I will. Um you know, it, the taste isn't too bad. I've toured the Guinness uh, Brewery when I was in St. James Gate, uh, Dublin, Ireland. It's cool. I don't know. I don't mind it at all. Even though they say the best Guinness is actually in, I think it's Ethiopia or Nigeria, I think. They what? Have a big For real? Guinness I thought it was Ireland. Yeah. And they say that's the best Guinness in the world is in one of those, in that, in that uh, respective okay. country there. Aaron, I got to know. There was a rumor, I don't know if this is true, that a couple years back, Guinness changed their their um, their brewing area and they moved into a, a newer facility where they, they used different drums and all this stuff to store the Guinness while it was being processed. And the, the, it actually changed the flavor of the Guinness. And when they went back and checked out their old drums, they found like um, animal carcasses that had fallen into it. And that was oh shit! And that was enhancing flavor of some sort, or maybe giving more flavor. Is that true? Is that just an urban myth? You know what? I protein, can't baby, that protein. That's it. <laughs> this is probably the first time you have me on something I really can't talk about. Boom! Uh, or Take a drink. I really don't want to <laughs> have a drink, uh, bitch. Just, just to give the negative thought, because I still kind of respect Guinness and its name. Um, you know, and they are owned by somebody else. They are not independent anymore, but. Uh. So, so I do lose some respect for them, but I can't confirm that. I, I've heard rumors as well, but I've also heard rumors about like Corona, where they've had like rodents and stuff in the bottles and stuff, or in the brewing facilities. And this is like they're just rumors, right? Like you never really know for sure. So uh, I can't confirm that. But uh, the thing is, is that we don't have the Guinness from Ireland in Canada. We have our own little Guinness factory, and it's in Quebec. They brew it there. So, like, we don't really know. Like, I remember I was in Ireland, and the Guinness did taste different in Ireland than it did in Canada, for sure. And it tastes really good. Okay, well, with that, like, uh, you know what? Um, so now, I guess, Rickard's Red. Uh, Rickard's Red. Um, you know, and, like, again, like this is another one that, you know, if I'm stuck with, like, Budweiser, Kokanee, Molson Canadian on tap, I will drink a Rickard's Red because it's not a, a very bland North American lager. It actually has a little bit of character. But 
um, it's not my ideal beer again. Like these were like again, listeners, I'm not some kind of turncoat. I, I don't like macro brews, but this is like worst case scenario. Like if I'm stuck in Boston pizza, I'm drinking a Guinness or a Rickards Red. That's that's, that's All right, the so picture of it. One thing I want to ask but, about uh, Rickards Red was that um I don't I, I personally don't like Rickards Red. And the reason behind it I'm not sure why, but I find after two pints of Rickards Red I get a headache. Someone once told me it was the dye in Rickards Red. Because I can drink every other Rickards product except for Rickards Red. What you know do you what? think might be I the... I can't drink the Rickards White. It, you know, it, it, it does something to my stomach, and I'm not feeling well, and I'm in the bathroom all night. Like, it's not good. Um, and I would believe that with Rickards Red. Like, uh, I've heard a lot of breweries, you know, if they can't get the red color. I, I know I, I had a hell of a time trying to get the red color for my red IPA. And I had, you know, one of the cooks at the brewing company mention me. He's like, oh, maybe you should try some red, red food coloring. I'm like, ah, no, that's not, that's not right. I ended up using um, some actual, uh, it's called Red uh, red X. I think it's Red X. Uh, Sounds malt. like a cleaner. And it's, it's malt that already has the, the red color in it. Okay. Um, can you not use, like, natural, beets? It's 100% natural. They roast it so you can use it. Okay. And it, it gives that red color. But, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Rickards Red did use red food, food coloring because it would be cheaper. Okay. For sure. Shots fired. Um, Boom, drink. Yeah, yeah, drink. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the um, next one we got on our list is uh, Anthony. Oh, yeah, so now that's a good spectrum of some different styles of beers in the macro world. But the let's, most common that you'd probably see, for sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, most common that you'd probably see, you're right. Now, we didn't touch on any light beers. Uh, Aaron, off the top, did you want to go over any light beers? Um, I mean, Coors Light probably being the most common, Bud Light being... Coors Light, Bud Light, Ultra Michelob Light, you know, those oh, are all your light beers. You're you gi- really wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry? You're, you're giving Bradley Tuggle a huge beer boner right now by naming all those oh, delicious yeah, light beers. First off, okay, out of the light beers, the major light beers, Michelob Light is the best one. Oh, John, get out. Fine, I'm going home. <laughs> Pay for my DUI. Oh, okay. I also forgot Miller Lite, you know. Like oh, of course. Like, the granddaddy yeah, of them all. Of course. It's, it's so hard with those light beers. You can't really tell the difference between any of them. And like, what's so funny about them, too, is that most of them have tried the light beer mixed with the lime. It's so fucked, guys. Like, it's delicious. It's like, first of all, your light beer sucks. Now you cover it with lime juice? Oh, fuck. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Try that Corona recipe. Yeah, right? That's it. <laughs> oh, man. Nothing makes me cringe more than see my friends like Snapchat or Instagram or Facebook their beer they're drinking. And it's like, and they're at a bar where they have plenty of other great options. And they're drinking like some fucking like Corona, Dos Equis, fucking Molson Canadian, Kokanee, Budweiser shit. Like, it's, it's so aggravating. It's so aggravating. Like, drink, <laughs> drink anything else. Drink a brew house. Like, holy fuck. Like, at, le- at least Brew House in Western Canada is independent. It's from an independent brewery in Saskatchewan. Like, I know it's shit and it's cheap as fuck, but at least it's independent, you know? Alright, I got one question for you, Chalupa. Yo. Let's up your friend, uh, let's up your following there on, uh, on Snapchat. Because you have some pretty funny Snapchats there. Does he? Yeah, he does. I, I try to have some funny Snapchats every now and then. All right, yes. so what's your Snapchat? Let's put that out there for the world. 
What is my Snapchat? I don't even know. <laughs> you know, don't you know ask. You know. How many Instagram, dick pics? Uh, Chalupa Cabra 52. Chalupa Cabra 52. Spell that shit. Ch- Ch- Chalupa. Chalupa, so my last name. C-H-A-L-U-P-A. And then Cabra. So C-A-B-R-A. And then it's five. It's not 52, it's five. It's five. There we go. Yeah, so as most people know that, uh, you know, follow like mythological beasts, is that the chupacabra is a beast that would uh, be kind of like a vampire alien that would feed off goats. Yep, it means uh, means goat sucker. Yes, it does, yes. So chalupa in Spanish means, and hopefully Greta can back me up on this, chalupa, chalupa means like a boat. It's like a small type of boat, like kind of like a sloop. Uh, and then cabra, I believe, is goat. So I'm a boat goat. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. But but in in Czech, chalupa or pronounced chalupa, it's uh, it's cottage. So my newfie friends call me houseboat. Nice. Okay. Or house goat. Chalupa sounds Spanish. Yeah. It's, it, you know, it's, it's, a, a, very, it's a, a very popular Spanish Portuguese name. But um, I, you know, I, I researched my name, and it's it's very, very fa- uh, not famous, but very popular in the Czech Republic or Slovakia. Okay. Totally. Listen, I I sure respect all that. That's all good. All right. So back to uh, beer and yes. more Snapchat and last names. <laughs> Away from my shit. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll, we'll get we'll get that Snapchat going for you, buddy. Don't well, worry. And then my Instagram too is uh, is the same, but with fifty two at the end. So. Okay, so, catch up to Miss Greta. Get that thousand. Yeah. Okay. So, so Snapchat is Chalupa Cabra five. Two. Two. Yeah, fifty-two for Instagram, and then Snapchat is just the five. We're just gonna link it in the in the live feed. Okay, this is too much work. <laughs> yes, that's fine. All right. It's confusing over there. All right. Now we're listen. All, we're, we're all been drinking. Don't Snapchat that. Kyle and Mike are and Dave are Dave are all losing their mind because they're like, what the fuck does this have to do with beer? And I agree. What the fuck does this have to do with beer? Let's get back to our ratings here. Now, Aaron, we've talked about the big guys, we've talked about the macros. Let's talk about the little guys, the micros. Yes, I, I love these guys. Like, okay. old, you can't, you can't get better than craft, honestly. These are people that love beer. Exactly. They, they're getting into it. And it's, it's so funny. Like, somebody asked me, it's like, you know, like, people younger than you, they are older than you, they had nothing to go off of for microbrew beer. Like, where did all this brew love come from in Canada when you only had the big three, uh, meaning Labatt, Molson, and Sleemans? And it's like, well, I don't know. Like, maybe they went to other countries in the world and tried this beer. And they're like, holy fuck, Canada's big three beers fucking suck. Yeah, they missed a yeah, mark. There's, there's a few micros. You know, there was Unibrew that was independent for a long time. Pump houses was independent. I think they're still independent in uh, New Brunswick. You were talking about them before. Great beer. Mm-hmm. Holy fuck. Great brew pub in Fredericton. Sorry, uh, Moncton. Um, and yeah, they, they, it's just this huge, huge revolution of great craft beer. So, and honestly, like everybody listening, check out a craft brewery. If you go to any city, any new city you're not you're familiar with, go on your Google, type in craft beer. You know, brew pub, brewery in that city, and I guarantee you'll find something, and hopefully you can explore that uh, facility. You won't be disappointed. Perfect, AC. Okay, so here we go. Now, we talked about American Light Pale Lager, uh, Bud Light was, or sorry, Bud was at that beer. Now, if we look at uh, Micro, 
most likely, I think the most common is going to be Creamore Springs. Is that right? Uh, I wouldn't really call it an American light lager or uh, a pale lager at all. But it, you know what? If you, if you classify what Budweiser was traditionally called as a German lager, this would be the closest thing in Ontario or East, Eastern Central Canada to a German lager. It is, it, it's, it's not independent anymore, sadly. They, they were bought out. I think they were bought up by Molson. I, I, not 100% I think sure. you're right. Don't yeah. quote me on that one. But um, they, they, they still make great German Central European beer. Like, their Keller beer, their Pilsner, their German lager, all great beers. I, I still drink them. I, I still support them. They're great. Right on. Okay, so Creamore Springs. So a German lager. What what kind of flavoring are we looking for? What kind of what what are we looking for when we? Oh my God, Chant Noir. Oh my, Aaron. This is why you need to be in studio. We ran out of beer. John Noir decided to pour himself at least bourbon. No, uh, some Irish whiskey. Uh, oh, it that's be, all right. It must have been all that Guinness talk. Black Irish. Black yeah. Irish. Right on. He must have poured you know himself what? about four ounces. <laughs> Yeah, the Genoa sounds very Irish. Believe me or not, my yeah. uh, my great grandfather's from Ireland. Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, oh <laughs> no, 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 all right. no, 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 so a good micro uh, is one of our favorites, plus friends of the show, Steam Whistle. Oh man, great, great beer. Those guys, those guys have a great story. I'm not sure what I mentioned before, but if you look at any can or bottle of Steam Whistle, you'll see three FG. Yes, I know. The, I know the story. And, and three fired guys. Yeah. And they, they all got fired from Sleeman's, and they started their own brewery. Props to those guys. Thanks for staying strong and doing your own thing. It's awesome. Man, ACI, I'm so excited when you do make the trip to Ontario and fall in love with the best province in the country because... Uh, Arguable. Arguable. You know what? It's not even Alberta. I don't even even set up for my own province. I say Nova Scotia is the best province in Canada. Well, that is a full... Those guys are rough. They have the hardest times. And they're still so fucking happy and hospitable. Some hot it's times, amazing. baby. Some hot times. I listen. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put this out there. We're gonna take you, John and I, part of the Not After Thirty podcast family. We're gonna do a staff party at Steam Whistle. You're gonna come. You're gonna have your mind blown because they talk about I that in the tour. Huge staff parties. <laughs> yeah. Well, we might have to. It, listen, we talked about it last one week. week of staff. Oh my one, god. One week I'm gonna take a whole party. vacation week when Aaron Chalupa comes. I'm gonna show him the, the hockey arena. We're gonna have to go to Niagara Brewing College. Too. Oh my god! You guys will get educated, and so will I. It'll be unreal. Listen, we're gonna go and teach it. If at... we go to Niagara, we're going on some wine tours. And no, we're not gonna. No, no, this ain't wine occasion. <laughs> okay, Good beer occasion, motherfucker. Can oca- we, can, we can do wine occasion as well. I did serve wine a lot when I was Southwest Australia. Ashton right. Roberts, you hear that? Wine occasion. Listen, Ashton needs to get his ass on this motherfucker. Okay, listen, we had two, two, two away from it. Listen, there's Blame people. It, listen. Listen. Oh fuck! <laughs> Drink. That's at least three drinks. Listen up. Mike Perconi, the coach, is listening to this, thinking, thinking to himself, "I put on this podcast to learn something, and all these fuckheads keep talking about is their dick." So let's get focused, motherfuckers. I've brought up once. Yeah, I know, not yet. But let's focus. All right. We talked about 
Keith's IPA and how it's not truly an IPA. Let's talk about a real IPA. And I would love to take the reins on this with your guidance, of course, AC. Yeah, no, man, go right ahead. All like, right. We have, a lot of good, we have a lot of great IPAs out here in the West Coast and, like, Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba. Uh, but, yeah, you can go right ahead, man. Well, why don't we do this? Why don't you give me one of your IPAs out for all of our friends in Alberta? We do have a very large following in Edmonton. So why don't you give us yours, and then I'll give you mine. Well, honestly, like, the, the, the best IPA I could, like, brewing company I can think of is Phillips. Phillips comes out with so many amazing and diverse India Pale Ale styles. It's it's unreal. They they just they just keep coming up with new ones all the time. They even have a variety mix pack called the Hop Box, and it's four different styles, three bottles of each, twelve pack. It's great. They they have rye IPAs. They have white IPAs. They have double IPAs. It's it's awesome, man. Like these these guys. This is a one day we'll talk about the true brewing history of Phillips Brewing Company. And it's 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 really inspirational, honestly. It, it really gets me going, and gives me uh, confidence that I can start my own brewery. But uh, the, the, they're awesome. I've been to the brewery many times. Every time I go to Victoria, I go there. Uh, I, I still haven't met him yet. I, I, I'm still dying to meet Matt Phillips. But um, it, it's they they have some really good IPAs for sure. Uh, we we have all kinds of IPAs. BC alone is crazy about their IPAs. Alberta, we're starting getting into, getting into it. That's why I could, didn't really want to focus on one of my own in Alberta. But you know, I'm really excited to hear about Orange Snail. Uh, I really don't. I, I never heard about it before. You guys started started talking about. It. Now I'm excited to try it out when I come out there. Well, we're excited to have you for it. I I have a little secret I want to divulge to our great listeners, but we are actually going to have a representation of Orange Snail Brewery coming up on Beercation. Something that we're trying to do, it's, it's very difficult, but we are, uh, are opening up our Beercation family to the good people at Orange Snail Brewers because they've been so kind to us, um, constantly giving us great hookups here when it comes to the house beer. But uh, we're actually going to have some representat- representation from possibly Kevin, one of the owners and brewers of Orange Snail, as well as Jill, who's kind of their marketing expert. Uh, they're going to come on and talk about the story of Orange Snail that might be coming soon in the next couple of weeks, maybe episode five or six of Beercation. But Beer, um, sorry, Orange Snail has a fantastic IPA. It's called 16 Jasper IPA. and. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah, right? I imagine that you'd like it. And I'm going to find out when you do make your trip to the best province in Canada, Ontario, when you do make the trip out here, I'm going to make sure that they have that. And if by chance they don't, I'm going to save some for you. Uh, because yeah, what's funny about that name is that Jasper, that, you know, obviously John and I lived in this town called Jasper in the Rocky Mountains, but 16 is the name of the highway that goes through, like, it's, it's like the secondary Trans-Canada Highway. Like, oh. Highway 16 goes across a lot of Canada, all the way to Ontario, and then it merges into the Trans-Canada Highway. Oh. Um, but it goes all the way from the West Coast. I think, I think Prince George is the starting point of it, all the way to uh, Ontario. And then it kind of, like, sinks down and connects with the Trans-Canada Highway. But it goes through Jasper, it goes through uh, Edmonton, it goes through Saskatoon. It's it's crazy that that so uh, the name Jasper Sixteen is very interesting. I'm not sure if that's where it comes from, but you'll have to double 
you have to well, let me know what, what just by chance. My name. Just by chance, I'll be heading over to Orange Nail tomorrow, so I'll find Most out. Likely, yes. Because um, I'll find out for I'll ask because I I it's got to be right. Like I can't imagine it not being. So we're we'll we'll get that all set up and uh, and maybe Beercation episode five will have more or when they end up coming up up on the show and uh, we'll sort that all out then. But what I like about it is the um, IBU is at a thirty five, so it's it's a fairly hoppy beer, and I find the, it's the right amount of bitterness, full flavored, very nice. Um, if you are in this area, which most of our listenership is, I am a huge fan. Check it out. Uh, you won't be disappointed. And if you are, by any chance, bring it to the Billy Shears podcasting studio and we'll drink it here for you. All right, with that being said, we'll put the IPA under the rug. Now, let's talk about, we talked about Rickers Red as in the macro. Let's move over to Big Rock for the micro. Big Rock Brewers, we're not as familiar with it, or maybe I'm not as familiar with it out here, out out in uh, central Canada, but... AC, what can you tell us about Big Rock? Chalupa, you there? Oh my god, Aaron died. He's too drunk. I think, what the hell happened? You hear me now? Oh, yeah, you're back, you're, you're back. back. You're back, you're back. Oh no, my god, <laughs> thought you I, died. I didn't die, I didn't die, don't worry, don't worry. Um, yeah, so, but you, uh, you guys still hear me, right? Yeah, you're, you're good. No, I heard, okay, so moving on. Um... Yeah, as far as I know, like uh, Big Rock Brewing Company should be nationwide. They do talk themselves being that uh, that coverage, so it might be select a few places. Uh, check with check with LCBO, I guess, if you're in Ontario. Um, but yeah, so the, the the two styles I think of the most when I compare it to Rickards Red to Big Rock would be uh, the McNally's Irish Red. So Rickards Red is an English Red Ale, but uh, McNally's is their red ale, even though it's Irish. So it's a little bit stronger in alcohol percentage, as you would guess with the Irish. Um, it's a great beer. It's 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 a really good beer. I believe it's. Jeez, oh, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I haven't had it in a long time. I think it's six point two percent. But nice. it's it's a really good beer. Um, it, they actually mention it in a lot of prominent beer books too. So Michael Jackson, not that Michael Jackson, um, yes, I know. Really, probably the most famous beer critic. He's also a Scotch Jackson. critic as well. What's that? He's also a Scotch critic as well. He is, yes, he is. That's, yes. that's Michael Jackson, yes. I, I got gotcha. you. Um, so oh. he's probably the most. He, he passed away a few years ago, but he is the most prominent beer critic that uh, to date. Uh, he really helped revolutionize the whole craft beer scene, which is awesome. You know, like we're like, everyone that's in craft beer is forever in his debt. Um, Aaron, let me ask you. He, he, he mentions the McNally's Irish Red Ale in uh, his beer books. Sorry, there, Anthony. Let me ask you a quick question. When we're looking at uh, Big Rock English Ale, what kind of flavoring are we looking for for an English ale? So, like the McNally's uh, Irish Red Ale was an Irish ale. But um, the closest one for an English ale would be the traditional ale by Big Rock, and you're you're for that one you're looking more for kind of a caramel toffee flavor, um, easy going. Uh, not and this is the thing: the serving temperature plays in a, in a, a place a factor in it as well. You're not going to have it too cold. It's going to be not quite room temperature, obviously, because we don't do that in North America, but. 
it's it's going to have a lot of malt character in there. You're not getting too much hops out of it. You're getting more malt, and it's going to be really, you know, I wouldn't say beefy with alcohol, but you're going to get a bit of an alcoholic punch to it as well. I think the, I think the traditional ale is about 5.2, and the Irish ale is uh, 6.2 or something like that. So, so the malt add more sugar to it? You're definitely getting hit hit a bit by the by the beer o- over time. Like if you're having a six-pack, you're going to be feeling a bit toasty after a while. So with all the, the more malt, will you get more? Because malt has probably more sugar. Is that why you get more of that uh, hit to it or no? Precisely, yeah. If you like, well, it all depends because you can add a little bit of dark malt to it, like our stout, you know, like a Jasper Brewing Company. We'll add a little bit of st- uh, a roast malt to it or chocolate malt, and that'll make it really dark. But because we don't add a lot of malt to it, and the darker the malt, the less sugars we have, you won't have as much alcohol. But the more malt you add to it, the more alcohol you have. Mm, so there we if, go. If, if you can follow yes, that, if, you can add like a little bit of dark malt, but it'll still be dark, but it won't be that strong okay so um, it, 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 I, I don't want to go too elaborate in it but that's pretty much the rule is that the more malt you add the more sugar you'll have the more yeast will eat the sugar and more cre- more alcohol will be created okay yeah and, it, and it's not adding more malt will make it darker it's just adding darker malts will make it darker you know what i mean so there you go cool yeah. if, if you need if you need to be re- re- reminded about the malt uh, thing you can always listen to the episode one again. Uh, it's I, I just don't want to waste too much time on on this episode. Yeah, no worries. I mean, we're we're we're, we're kind of hitting our, our max right now. But Aaron, we want to put it out there. I know that we've all talked about it. We want to hear from the Nana Nations or not even the not afters, not afs. But <laughs> if you have questions uh, about beer or even the process of beer or anything along that line, please let us know at notafter30podcast at gmail.com. Reach out on Twitter at uh, na30podcast. We had to change it up, so our new Twitter account is na30podcast. Uh, Ask us a question there. We'll relay it to Mr. Aaron Chalupa. The Chalupa Cabra himself will find out what we need to know about it. Uh, we're going to wrap up this episode of Beercation. I hope you guys understood what we were reaching for on this. Just when you look at macro beers, we're worth saying, hey, if this is an American light pale ale or a Pilsner or a pale ale or an Irish stout or an English red ale, this is what you should be tasting. And if you're not tasting that, if you're not getting what you need out of that from those macros, try a micro because it'll probably quench that taste that you're looking for. Uh, we we here at Beercation could not and would not do this show without the understanding of the wonderful world of craft beer. Aaron, do you have anything to say to the Nana Nation? You guys work hard for your money. You know, like put your money where you think it's needed. Like it's not like. We're not trying to make you guys sound like alcoholics or anything like that. But if you love your beer or any kind of alcohol, put your money back into that. You know, like if you, if you want to have a good glass of whiskey, if you want to have a good glass of wine, if you want to have a good glass of beer, buy that. Don't skimp. You know, it's the same thing with food. You're, like I've got friends that just buy only like organic food, but then I'll see them drink Lucky or Budweiser, and I'm like, man, that's almost as bad as just buying McDonald's and putting that into your mouth. You know? Canceling each other out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, like, you know, we, we kind of skipped out on the stouts, too, but, 
you know, like there's there's plenty of great craft stouts and porters out there. So like, just if there's something new that you never noticed before, try it out. You know, ask ask the server about it. You know, I think Kyle was asking about um, bourbon, and he got he got sold on that uh, that it, beer bourbon. Yeah. By by the really busty server there. <laughs> it happened that you know what that that bourbon's actually pretty good. It is, well, she's probably an enchantress as well, so she's probably more <laughs> magic and everything. But but honestly, like those people in liquor stores aren't just trying to sell you on like you know a drug. They're trying to sell you on something you want to enjoy with a meal. Uh, in in you know when you're trying to relax in your patio, anything like that. Just you know, I can't stress enough. Buy quality, you know, quality over quantity, please. Always. Treat yourself. Yeah. Thank you, Aaron. John, you got anything you want to say to the Nana Nation and Beercation? Follow us on Instagram. Follow us Yeah. On Facebook. Try to join the group. Yeah. Be vocal, guys. Yeah. Uh, we want to feedback. hear. Feedback is the most important thing right now, and we'd love to hear from you. That's right. So coming up we're, on... We're, we're, picking, we're picking the conversations. We want to hear what you guys want us to talk about. That's right. Yeah, if, if there's anything specific you guys are curious about, or if there's something you've always wondered but not sure what the answer is, maybe the beer guru himself, A.C. Slater himself, can help us out. Um, I'm related to Christian Slater now? <laughs> obviously. Aaron Christian <laughs> Slater. So this is not... This, this, we may be here on the show, but this is also Gary's show, so exactly. influence is important to us. Listen... Get your ass to class. Join the conversation. We want you there. This is episode four for Beercation. As always, find us on Facebook, Not After 30 Podcast. Look for us on the Twitterverse or in the Twitterverse, whatever the proper grammar is. NA Podcast. I'm sorry, NA30 Podcast. Damn, that beer hit me. NA30 Podcast on Twitter. Find us on Facebook, Not For 30 Podcast. And if you still believe in that silly thing called email, find us at notafter30podcast at gmail.com. For John DeNoir, Aaron Chalupa, I'm Anthony. I love you guys. And holla back, youngin'. Ain't no holla back, girl.